Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today's podcast is entitled Rise. And as usual, I'll start this podcast off with a quote. We don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. And that's the quote by Archilochus. And that's a, a Greek philosopher. I know that I've talked about this before. It probably sounds familiar. But here recently, like through the episodes, I've been talking about how, you know, the stuff we discuss in the episodes and the podcast I've been experiencing or relates to something that I'm going through in life at this point in time. And if this wasn't the theme for this week, I don't know what was. Like, it's it's just the thing that stood out the most during this week. And it was like the most emotionally involved incident in this week. Um, basically, you know, something happened to where this was basically the theme of the message, the central message that was trying to be taught to me, that I was trying to speak to others. But I just couldn't couldn't fit it in the right words. But this this quote by Archilochus was it basically sums it up because it, it's 110 percent true. And we see it in everything that we do in life, like like when you want to perform better in sport, you know, but you haven't been practicing, you haven't been strength conditioning, you haven't been training. When it comes game day, you're not gonna rise to the level of your expectations. You're gonna sink to the level of your training. So your speed isn't gonna be there. Your your strength isn't gonna be there. Your your knowledge and you know the proper technique is not gonna be there because you haven't been training. You haven't been practicing. So you can think that things are gonna go the way you want to all the time. But if you're not training, if you're not putting yourself in the mindset, then when it comes game day, when the stress is on you, when it's is not in a calm and ideal situation, you're not going to perform your best because you have been putting your mind, your body, your spirit there. You know, if you've never been there, how are you going to know how to perform or act when you get there? You know, and when we're stressed, our body starts to undergo certain changes, like our ability to, you know, it's called our dexterity. Our dexterity goes away. You know, and, and if we haven't practiced under stress and stuff like that, sometimes we can make mistakes doing tasks that otherwise would be relatively easy. And this was definitely the case this week for me. I was fortunate enough to be able to, you know, put in a training request and, and the training request was respected and I got to train a little bit today. And it was training in, in reference to something we had discussed in the past. And you know, I remember that when I was going through the training, I was getting proficient at it. It was it was only a three-day training, but in the course of three days, I was getting to a level of proficiency. However, I haven't done that training since this summer. And since I haven't done that training, I could tell there was a, a, a much bigger difference between the summertime when I initially took that training and when I took that training yesterday. And it's a part of my job that I know I need to get better at and that I need to be more proficient at if I want to be better at my job from my point of view. 
and that's why I I kind of picked it out and, and expressed it as a concern of mine. So ultimately, it all went well. The training just definitely exposed me, which is fine because I, I was willing to admit that, you know, I'm not perfect. You know, I definitely need to practice and it's something that I could use a whole lot of work in. So it, it was an awesome lesson. It was an awesome experience. Everything went well. And I'm just talking about it with you guys, because like I said, this this time period of my life, ever since doing this podcast, it seems that like everything we've been discussing, we've been talking about has been coming you know, to existence has been, you know, brought to the forefront of my awareness. Like, hey, this is a lesson in this, or, or hey, this is the lesson that you need to be learning. So it's, it's been crazy. It really has been, but it's been awesome. And like I said, it seems like it's happening on a weekly basis. Like almost every week, it seems like either I'm learning a different lesson or a lesson that I haven't completed or learned yet is being retaught or brought up again or put in a different light or put in a different scenario. But I'm thankful for it because I want to learn. I want to I want to strive to be the best me, the better me. And the only way that that can happen is me being placed in situations that are uncomfortable, unfamiliar situations that, you know, I don't want to do necessarily sometimes. But in, in that in that zone of uncomfort and, and not wanting to do what to do the thing that you have to do is where you you create and foster that mindset that hey you know even though i don't want to do it i gotta do it you know regardless of how i feel this is what needs to be done so i'm going to do it so ever since i've started this journey of self-improvement my conscious effort has been to take ownership and the major reason behind that is because I read the book Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willing. And in his book, he lays out principles that he learned from combat and how they apply to life. Taking ownership to me is one of the most important things I can do because in my life, and I feel like it's one of the most important things you can do in your life, is taking ownership of a problem or situation gives you power it enables you to take control of the situation even if it seems like something is vastly out of your control something like the weather or or somebody else's actions that's not like your subordinate or or something else like that like taking ownership of the situation gives you power It, it gives you ultimate power like jacko was talking about one example he's like take the craziest thing that you could think of and take ownership over that and then it makes everything else seem easier. And he used the weather, for example. Like, say you have a mission, but the mission, you weren't able to complete the mission because the weather was bad. Now you can't control the weather. It's not your fault, but you could have controlled how far away you were from the objective so that instead of taking one means of transportation, you could have took another despite the weather. You could have controlled you know, the personnel type. You could have looked up the weather and maybe seen that, you know, it requires a different equipment set or, you know, it just take ownership of that. And once you take ownership of something that's crazy or as uncontrollable as the weather, you know, everything else is gonna be easy. And a big part of this, this quote or this experience that I had this week was taking ownership and realizing that, hey, you know, 
I haven't been training to the level that I need to be. And when I get in this situation, which is inevitable, or it seems like it, it's coming my way, I need to be ready to perform at my best, not only for my teammates, but for my family and everybody involved. So you're not gonna rise to level your expectations. You know, I'm not gonna perform like some James Bond, you know, I don't know, some superheroes, some Iron Man, Captain America. That's not how I'm gonna perform if I'm not practicing to that standard. If I'm not putting myself in that mindset, if I'm not training, if I'm not putting myself under stress willingly so that when I'm in a stressful situation unwillingly, my body just naturally returns to what it's already experienced. And that's what that quote is all about. Part of me taking ownership is admitting the error of my ways in whatever, in whatever form that may be. So it may be something work-related, like, hey, I didn't file this piece of paper, hey, I didn't do this, or I could have said it better this way. It could have been taking ownership is, as then I haven't been training properly, I could have done better this way, I could have. And it's not training just in a physical sense, because a lot of times when we think of training, we think, oh, I need to get my body right, I need to run, eat healthy, lift weights, and stuff like that. You also got to train mentally and spit, fit, um, sorry, again, tongue twisted, again, you also got to train mentally and spiritually as well, because a lot of your performance is wrapped up in your mind body connection. You know, like they have an old quote that said the mind is the body is able, but the spirit's unwilling or the spirit's willing, but the body's unable, you know, because there's no coherence between the two, which we've talked about in the past, you know. If, if you really want to commit to a process, if you want to give your whole self to the process, your mind, your body, and your spirit has to be in that process. So that when you come face to face or whatever hurdle you may run into in reference to the goal you're trying to achieve, achieve or the part of your job that you know may be difficult or tough, you don't have any qualms with it because you've already decided in the calmness before the storm that, hey, my mind, body, and my spirit are in it. So whatever it takes for me to accomplish my mission, whatever I have to do is not gonna be up for question when I'm in this stressful situation. I'm just gonna act. I'm just gonna move, I'm just gonna go. And that'll make the situation a whole lot easier. That'll make the process a whole lot smoother. Um, I had a situation and where, you know, basically because of being in the military so young and stuff like that i was trained to make certain decisions you know early on in my life so that when i got into certain situations it wouldn't be no qualms it wouldn't be like well should i go left should i go right should i should i do this should i do that like we, we trained to a standard and that training was to get the hesitation out to to give us the knowledge of the base so that when we get to that situation, even if it's not like the situation we trained, we can adapt and overcome and make it something that's workable, something that we can do. So I try to practice coherence as much as possible because I don't want to freeze up. I don't want to choke. I don't want to, you know, perform any less than satisfactory when it comes to my time to be in a stressful situation. And it makes it better for everybody involved if if you train and if you you 
prepare yourself for that stress instead of waiting for that stress and then reacting. I know that they're not perfect and there's always room for improvement, but I'm ever trying to move towards that goal of perfection. I know that I'll never reach it. I know that perfection is a goal that a lot of people try to reach, but they'll never obtain. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to strive for it. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to try to obtain it. It's not that I'm not going to try to move in that direction. Perfection to me means being in control of my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, my energy, having my body in a peak state to always be ready to perform. You know, having my spirit calm, at ease, centered, balanced, grounded. You know, I just want to be a, a whole, a holistic individual, complete, like in all forms, on 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 all realms, mental, spiritual, and physical. And I feel like being in that capacity or being achieving that level on each each realm, the mental, the spiritual, spiritual, and the physical, will enable me to do anything to the best of my ability. You know, if if I just commit my mind, my body, and my spirit to what I'm doing, then in my mind, the body and spirit are in coherence and I've been working on them and you know they're they're better than yesterday. You know, I'm better than I was twenty-five at twenty-five, I'm better than I was at twenty, I'm better than I was at nineteen, then I'm moving in the right direction. But if I wake up and I'm basically the same person doing the same thing, you know, not making any progress, not moving towards anything then I feel like I'm wasting this blessing, this opportunity called life that I've been given. Because a lot of people didn't get this opportunity. So every day is a blessing. Every second is a blessing. Because somebody's not going to get that second that you're going to get. And this is why training is so important. Again, not in a physical sense, but in every sense. Mental, spiritual, and physical. Because I believe that perfection, again, is achieving control at each level, each realm, the mental, the spiritual, and the physical. We will never rise to our expectations. We will always sink to our level of training. So if if you train making the uncomfortable comfortable, you will be prepared. This has been, I won't say the motto of my life, but it definitely has been the experience that I have undergone a lot. When I was at my high school, my military high school, you know, that I'm not gonna say it was uncomfortable, but it definitely wasn't the standard life or what you would perceive as a typical life that somebody who was in high school would live. You know, I, it was uncomfortable at times, you know, but after doing it for so long, it became comfortable. And my norm became a much different norm than my peers not in high school but my peers back in public school you know we 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 lived in two different worlds so the world that i lived in required a different me than the world when i was in public school so at first it might have been comfortable it might have been difficult to adjust to but then once i adjusted to it it was easy it was and it just flowed it was smooth then i went to a military college again it was a transition. It wasn't difficult because in high school, I was already doing some of the things that were, were required of me in college. But the level was amped up a lot. So high school was JV, college was varsity. So now my experience is more intense. You know, the lessons that are coming are, are more extreme. 
But again, my baseline was from high school. So coming into that situation wasn't extremely awful. It just required, required, oh, I'm tongue twisted this morning. It just required a better me. So because of the decision that I made to go to the military high school I went to, it made the transition to college easier. I'm not saying it, it was easy. I'm just saying it was easier than if I would have had just came out of public school and went straight into college. Then after my military college, I went straight into the Marines, like literally the summer after my freshman year was completed. And the freshman year is what they call knob year. So you're basically in boot camp for like a whole year. And then I went straight into the Marines and because I had experienced what I experienced the year prior in my military college, it made going to the Marines easier. I'm not saying it was easy, but it made it easier. It wasn't the fact that it was a shock to my system. It was just a transition, you know, to another level. You know, I was practicing for this moment to become this individual. So when I get there, it's like, hey, you made it. Now do what you've been doing to get here. It wasn't doing anything new. It was just like, hey, do what you've been doing to get here. So high school was JV, college was varsity, and the Marine Corps going to the Marines was the NFL. So, hey, I'm here. It's time to do what you've always done. And I enjoyed myself in boot camp. I enjoyed myself in the follow-on training. I enjoyed myself at my unit. And all throughout those training evolutions, those, those places I was stationed and, and was training at, Training was a very big part of my life for for that period of time. It was from May all the way to November. I was basically in the pipeline, just training, 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 training. I was training and it was awesome. A lot of information was flowing at me. I was learning a lot, a lot of new things. I was getting closer to the dream of, you know, being a combat ready Marine. So everything was flowing. And even when I finally finished my training and I returned to my unit, I still continued to train. Sometimes, a lot of times it would be because they forced me, which I'm not complaining about. It was awesome training and it was stuff that I wouldn't have got to do in the civilian world. And then also when I was back home, I would also train as well. I would weight lift, I would run, study things, watch videos and stuff like that. So I was really committed to the process. And every time I, I think about this quote or talk about this, that's what I always defer back to because that was really a pivotal moment in my life. That was really a time in my life that I can associate with being where I am, being the person who I am. And it was just really, really formative going through that. And, and I'm, I'm thankful for the process. I'm thankful that I had the opportunity to go where I went and to train how I trained and with the individuals that were involved in my training. It, it really was a humbling experience, but it really drove home, you know, how important to me or how important that training is. You know, it's you're never gonna rise. You're never gonna rise to your expectations. You're gonna fall to the level you're trained. You're gonna fall like, and I've been in stressful situations and when you get in that stressful situation, you're not thinking about anything else but the basics. And it's like your brain like goes to default. 
and if like luckily i had the training so you know i didn't freeze i didn't hesitate i didn't pause but like nothing else matters it's just that moment like i know we discussed being present but that is like <laughs> the most ultimate like present feeling i've ever felt like when i was in the midst of that situation like nothing else mattered but that situation because the skills that we obtain if not practiced or maintained it will diminish skills will diminish over time regardless if they were taught to you and and how solid it was when you were first taught what to do if you do not do it over time if you just get lackadaisical or complacent the skills that you train to get initially if not maintained at a certain level will diminish they will worsen they won't they will not stay at that proficiency all the time if you do not train to keep them at that proficiency regardless of what you think regardless of what people tell you if you do not train a skill set that skill set will waste away it will diminish and it, it's not a matter of how bad you want to keep it up or whatever it's a matter of how much work you put in man hours you got to do it you got to routinely train it comes down to muscle memory whether it's physical mental or spiritual you got to get that muscle memory in because like i said simple tasks that you could do now in the calm of the storm once that dexterity goes out the window under stress now becomes a complicated task and now you're stressed out then your dexterity is out the window so now you're stressing out more because you can't complete a simple task and that's adding to your stress and then you're just building upon yourself building upon yourself your situation is evolving making it more stressful for you so this this is why you got to train this is why training is so important because if you don't put yourself in that stress willingly then when that stress comes you're not going to perform at the level you need to successfully accomplish that task Another good saying that my instructors used to always say to me before I heard the saying that we talked about in the quote, they used to always tell me sweat now so you don't have to bleed later. It's the same thing, but they're just saying, hey, if you put in the work now, if you put in the effort now, then when it comes time to be in that situation, you won't have to sacrifice your life. You won't have to sacrifice blood and injury because you'll be ready. You'll, you'll be ready to adapt and overcome any stress that comes your way. Now, granted, you can't prepare for everything. You can't you you can't prepare for everything. Like like we discussed in in my previous podcast, one of my previous podcast episodes, there's no known, unknown, unknown, unknown knowns and unknown unknowns. So there's stuff that we know we need to prepare for. There's stuff that we don't know about that we can prepare for. And then there's stuff that we don't even have on the map or on our radar that might pop up at any time that we need to be prepared for. So knowing that or going with that logic, there's sometimes you just can't prepare for a situation. Like sometimes you can't, but you can be prepared for how to react to that situation. Like I was a combat engineer. My main goal was to find IEDs. It was a big cat and mouse game. So sometimes they would create IEDs before we created equipment that was able to detect the IED. So the easier way to find the IED is by sweeping it or detection through our training. Sometimes we find it the hard way by tripping them or activating the mind. How we train to overcome that 
is if you got injured in the process. We had what was called non-line. So a non-line is something that you tell, it's basically a medical report that you pass up that has all the information and you pass it over the radio and it gets a helicopter in the air and to you. And when they get there, they already have the equipment, they know where you're at, they know your injury, so they have stuff on the top to treat you and they know what facility they're gonna take to based on your injuries. It just cuts down time. So instead of them getting on the scene, them having to assess your injuries, determine what type of equipment they need, determine what facility they need, where are you at, stuff like that. They cut down all of that time. And now you just have nine lines that you have to go through that give all the information pertaining to your situation. And then they've also trained Marines and other soldiers and, and other people who are in situations where they may obtain these type of injuries with tourniquets and stuff like that, which, which increase the survivability of the injuries that you may obtain overseas. So when we would often do these like reaction drills, like we, we somebody would get injured and we already have people who knew what they were doing based on their position in the platoon. And because we trained like that, you know, when a situation would arise like that, you know, our default will be to go to that. Like, hey, you go here, you do this, you're on radio, you do perimeter and stuff like that. It wasn't everybody just standing around waiting to get orders or waiting to be told what to do. We just knew what to do, what to do through our training and the expectations that were given to us. To be aware is to be alive. You have to be aware of yourself, your surrounding, your surroundings, and the knowns and unknowns in your life. You can never be ready for everything, but that doesn't give you an excuse not to be as prepared as you can be. If you don't train, you will not be the best you that you could possibly be. Even if it's not a stressful situation, even if you're just walking down the street, something, stress is gonna be in your life. You know, we're not gonna make it through this life without being in any type of stress. So it would be better for us to put ourselves in a stressful situation in perfect conditions so that we're in imperfect conditions our default is not to panic or to worry or to freeze because sometimes life or death decisions are made in seconds. You know, it's not drawn out minutes or hours or anything like that, it's made in seconds. How you react to a certain situation off the jump is something that determines the trajectory of, of how this incident is gonna go. So, if we train to a standard, if we train to a level, if we train to a proficiency, then when that moment arises, whether it be mental, spiritual, or physical, you're gonna be ready for it because your default is already stressed. Your default is a level that's higher than somebody who put in the same situation that haven't been training would have handled the situation. Never rise to our level of expectations. We always sink to our level of training. So keeping that in mind, what level do you want to perform at? What what level are you going to sink to? Or are you going to, is your training going to cause you to rise or elevate you, become a better individual? And again, I don't mean that purely in a physical form. I mean that in a mental capacity, reading books, getting knowledge, learning from people, 
putting yourself in situations so you can absorb the information through seeing it, hearing it, and being able to actually do it. Like spiritually, you know, are you ready for this? Are you in a place to where you're not gonna let, you know, fear control you? Are you in a place where you're ready to move, where you're ready to go, where you're ready to do what you need to do? And, you know, the physical component is big because, you know, if you don't have the muscles or the cardio or, or you know, the technique to do what you need to do, it doesn't matter how much in your mind you want to fight. You know, it's going to be hard for your body to, to do what you're telling it to do. So that's just a lesson that I learned this week. Or not that I learned, but that I re, I don't know, experienced again. Um, it's been a lesson that I've been experienced for a long time, you know, ever since I was... 13 I've been kind of in crazy situations that I didn't I wanted to be in but I didn't think I would find myself in that early but I'm thankful for it you know the journey has been bumpy but it's been an awesome journey and it is bump it has been one where I've, I've learned a lot and I feel like a little bit of time <clears throat> excuse me I've learned a lot in a little bit of time and I'm fortunate enough to be able to have found this platform to where I can pass this information on to my audience. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I hope that you got something from this episode and uh, go forward and be great. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ycin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-B-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at A-L-B Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?